0: This episode of the Global Franchise Podcast is brought to you by Brightstar Care, a private duty home care and medical staffing franchise with prime territories available nationwide and five revenue streams for uncapped earning potential. For more information, visit www.brightstarfranchising.com. Welcome to the Global Franchise Podcast, where we dive deep on cutting-edge trends impacting the franchise industry. I'm Kieran McLoone, Editor for Global Franchise Magazine.
1: If you're just like truly a solopreneur and running a, an operation by yourself, you literally can't be awake 24 hours a day, but you have clients and demand uh, coming in after hours. And of course, you need some personal time too. So uh, a company like Moneypenny, we're open 24 hours a day and can help you support that around the clock.
0: The sector we're taking a look at today is very unique in that many of our audience have probably engaged with an outsourced communications provider without even knowing. This is especially true for international supplier Moneypenny, which handles over 20 million calls and live chats for its client base of 21,000 businesses. To learn more about the benefits of using this model and how it can boost the productivity of your brand, we've sat down with Eric Scherker, CEO, North America for Moneypenny. Eric has been in the answering service game for upward of 17 years, making him the perfect expert to speak to about how this segment is changing the game for franchise brands across the board. So I think first of all, we should probably talk about a topic that you've, you've covered actually in a recent issue of Global Franchise with a, a focus on the reasons to utilize external um, communication services for businesses that maybe haven't engaged Moneypenny's services just yet. Um, what would you say, Eric, are some of the top line benefits to outsourcing franchise communications?
1: Well, the first thing that comes to mind there is ultimately just saving time, right? I mean, there's only so much of that during the day that, that any, any franchise owner has. So when you think about outsourcing uh, communications, uh, the ability to, to save time and, and do only the things that you can do, right? If you're running a business, and it could be any franchise, only you can do the books, right? Only you can get out and do networking, and only you can get out and, and sell the product and, and do the things that, that, you can, that you can do and be hands-on. And so outsourcing communications like telephone answering to a company like Voice Nation or Moneypenny, uh, that's, that's the, the greatest advantage that you have there. Uh, so you free up time uh, and it allows you to concentrate on only the things that you can do. And, uh, you know, the additional to that is you can offer services 24 hours a day. And so you can expand, you can expand your, your service offering. And, and now you're all of a sudden you're open 24 hours to your clients to be accessible to, to provide that customer support.
0: Yeah, which is certainly an enormous benefit for, for service based brands. I'd imagine that, you know, need to have that kind of 24-7, 365 um, coverage. Well, sure.
1: Yeah. If, if you're running this by yourself, if you're just like truly a solopreneur and running a, an operation by yourself, you literally can't be awake 24 hours a day, but you have clients and demand uh, coming in after hours. And of course, you need some personal time, too. So uh, a company like Moneypenny, we're open 24 hours a day and can help you support that around the clock.
0: And um, you've said in the past, Eric, how many individuals have probably spoken to a service provider like Moneypenny without even knowing it. Um, And kind of, you know, that's quite an impressive thing to be able to say. But I was curious to hear a little more about how you ensure that Moneypenny's call handlers, you know, are a real good cultural fit for your clients. How do you make sure that they're a seamless member of the team without necessarily being, you know, an in-house member?
1: So at Moneypenny, we take a little bit of a different approach to many answering services. And the way we do that is we provide our clients with a dedicated PA or dedicated personal assistant. That's PA being more of an internal uh, term that we use. And, and the way we structure it is we have teams. So imagine uh, a company like Moneypenny and we have like a dedicated legal team and our legal clients who are in the, in the law, law field will only get assigned a dedicated PA uh, who has legal experience, and they only take legal phone calls from our legal clients. So how do we how do we sort that and how do we find out what team they go on? And so when we're interviewing and we're hiring for candidates to maybe go on that legal team, for example, we look for, for individuals who maybe are in uh, law school or maybe they're studying to be a paralegal or it could even be political science. But any skill set that's going to translate to that Uh, industry where which team they're going to sit on it just goes so far because they're going to know the terminology uh, that those clients are going to be calling in and they're going to they're going to be able to relate to that a lot more
0: yes they can provide a much more bespoke kind of service rather than having a more general um call answering service for for many different kinds of brands Right. And, and, and by
1: doing the team, what happens is they end up taking the same calls over and over for their clients and they get that familiarity and, and consistency, whereas in a traditional call center or answering service, uh, you know, you could take uh, an individual CSR receptionist could take 300 calls all for different clients.
0: Yeah. And um, um, like many of the the current tech trends that we're seeing really booming today, um, outsourcing communications feels like uh, an evolution really driven by the pandemic. But it's something that, of course, has actually been around for decades. I mean, you yourself, Eric, have been a part of the industry since 2003, am I right in thinking, when you first joined Voice Nation. Um, how would you say that the the outsourcing of comms for businesses has evolved in the nearly two decades since then? I mean, technology
1: obviously has helped evolve it. But if you look back to 2003, I I think the the term outsourcing almost became synonymous with overseas outsourcing. Sure. Right. If you look back, I think, heck, I think there was even a TV show around the the late, uh, around 2005, 2007 on NBC, one of the major networks called Outsource. And it was based in a call center in India at a a company that had outsourced their, their service and Process to a to a, a third party call center in India, and I think back in those days, the the word and term outsourcing came became synonymous with that, and almost maybe not you know highlighted very well or maybe not very appealing to a lot of businesses. But since then, with technology and AI and automation, uh, the ability for a small business to uh, fully outsource frontline communications, and that that being just the ability for someone to answer the telephone uh, and and screen those calls uh, or maybe make an appointment or even integrate into your CRM, right? We have the ability where our our, uh, our RPAs can can answer a phone through the technology that we provide them and essentially uh, feel like they're sitting right in in one of our clients' offices with access to their systems and process, uh, such as appointment setting. Maybe their CRM to input leads uh, and and, and schedule schedule out appointments and and so forth. So the technology has come so far in the last 20 years where we can literally uh, be sitting in a virtual office, uh, but with our hands and fingertips on the technology for our clients to, to fully outsource that frontline communication.
0: And uh, are there any kind of types of businesses that you'd find particular, particularly rather receptive to outsourcing communications to Moneypenny? Or is it kind of a case where any and every sort of type of business is really benefiting from this sort of service? I mean, there's
1: there's really no specific sector. I mean, it's all over the place. There's, I, I, would, I, I think I could easily argue that any business could t- you know, take advantage of our services and outsourcing, uh, whether it's just ampl- answering simple phone calls or if you want us to do even your live chat for you, uh, we, we see uh, major segments across legal, uh, the service industry specifically, uh, we, we currently work with, uh, one of the larger, uh, restoration companies here in, in the U S called Servpro, And that's a 24 hour restoration company that does come in and, and, and clean up after storms and water damage. And, and so it, it's really all across the board, whether it's business professionals, white collar, uh, blue collar service professionals. Uh, real estate, the property sector, finance, i mean, we could go on and on. There's there's really no uh, limit to where where we fit in.
0: And um, and when you're working with those franchise clients, um, do you often sign deals in the first instance with a franchisor, for example, like ServPro, who would then introduce Moneypenny to its entire network? Or is it often handled on a more unit-by-unit franchisee basis? I imagine that would change, for example, with the uh, legal clients you kind of have who maybe aren't a sprawling network across the country.
1: Yeah, it's it's a little bit of both. Uh, the Surf Pro is a good example where we uh, went through and, and, and uh, worked with them very closely for for a good bit of time to get into their preferred partner network. Right. And so that one relationship that we've established with ServePro uh, and, and uh, you know signed a contract to to be a preferred vendor within their their vendor program, and now they are able to promote our services to their I think over two thousand individual franchises. And, and so that one relationship uh, you know, expands over two thousand franchises. Now on the other hand, we have individual fast food restaurants, and the fast food restaurants, for example, are typically privately owned. So you might have someone that owns three or four. Uh, fast food, fast food chains, and it's up to them to decide if they want to outsource that. It's nothing demanded by the actual company itself that says you need to use a company like MoneyPenny, where it's more of a privately held. Uh, case by case basis, so uh, and we see both, uh, and both uh, you know, have been very successful for us.
0: And would you say there's any sort of difference in the kind of services required for you know a, a huge franchise network versus a more um, small privately owned number of stores, or is the kind of service that MoneyPenny provides you know consistent across no matter how big or small your clients are?
1: You know it, it is pretty consistent. I mean, regardless of what uh, what they're looking to do these days, what we're seeing, and I think everybody can relate to this, is lack of workers and and lack of staff and so everybody's feeling the pain of just the simple stuff of being able to answer the phone and right now that's very difficult for a lot of companies so you know we focus our services mainly on telephone answering and live chat and it really just depends on what each franchise needs but honestly it's it's uh, it's very focused on those two things.
0: Right. And um, my final question for you, Eric, is just looking at the future of the industry slightly. Um, are there any particular tech trends or innovation that's, that you could see shaking up the outsourced communications market in the coming years? And, or are there, you know any sort of directions you think you see this going in the next three to five years, let's say? Yeah,
1: I mean, just in the last year with the pandemic, the one thing that we saw, and I know we're still seeing it, is the shift from a lot of communications being through traditional uh, means like the telephone And you look at a younger generation uh, who's who's grown up on cell phones and handheld devices is the shift to live chat. Right. We saw uh, almost a really an exponential increase in the number of live chats that Moneypenny answers for our clients over the past 18 months. Uh, And there's a few reasons for that, we think. But. You know, the, the use of live chat on, on websites uh, and even social media and, and those access points, there's just that almost generational shift where the, the telephone, I mean, I know I'll do it. I won't answer the phone if I don't recognize the phone number. Definitely. Uh, because it's, it's the, the robocalls, especially here in the United States, are just out of control. And if think about it, if you're running a business on your cell phone, you can't afford not to answer that phone. But we've come almost uh, ingrained in, in the, it's a habit where I'll look at it and I just won't answer the phone anymore. But if that's a client calling me to maybe uh, get interest in my service or maybe it's a new lead I, and I don't answer it, they're just going to call the next person. They're not going to leave a voicemail. And so by offering up live chat as, a, as an alternative means of communication to my clients on my website or even on, my, you know, on Facebook and social points, that's been a huge point, inflection point for us over the last 18 months. And uh, we we see that just as being a huge opportunity for us and, and for our clients too. It's it's uh, it's a huge way where they can increase the number of leads they're intaking uh, in, in addition to the phone leads they've t- traditionally received.
0: Yeah, I imagine we'll see a lot more of that in the years ahead. As you say, it seems that there's a real cultural shift, um, particularly of people of younger generation like myself. I also wouldn't answer the phone if it was an unfamiliar <laughs> number. It's just a, a completely alien concept. Well. Thank you very much for, for joining us today, Eric. It's been really um, interesting hearing about, you know, the rise of this uh, outsourcing communication and uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing where the industry goes in the years to come.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here.
0: Time is one of the most valuable resources that business owners can find themselves with. So it makes sense that Eric brought this up at the beginning of our conversation as one of Money Penny's biggest benefits. Its bespoke PAs that work with clients on an industry-by-industry basis also ensure that no questions go unanswered, and franchise owners can instead prioritise actions that will grow their operations. It was also interesting to hear about the numerous forms of communication that Moneypenny can assist with. As a millennial myself, I can certainly attest to Eric's point about younger generations not answering the phone for an unknown number, and so it's crucial for franchises to be able to deliver when it comes to alternative forms of communication. We'd be keen to hear your thoughts on this. Have you engaged the services of an outsourced comms provider like Moneypenny? And what impact did it have on your business? Make sure to let us know. If you like the podcast, subscribe and recommend it to your friends and colleagues. Or even better, leave a review or a simple rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your pods. To keep up to date with franchise news and have it put into context by the Global Franchise experts, subscribe to the magazine, hit us up at globalfranchisemagazine.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn today.